From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It's Thursday, October 19th, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. On Capitol Hill, Ohio Republican Congressman Jim Jordan lost a second vote for Speaker of the House yesterday, with more Republicans voting against him than in the first. Reporters spoke to Jordan shortly after it was announced that there would not be a third vote today. We're looking to bring the conference together. We're going to talk about all kinds of options, I think, at the, uh, is, is that, at the so conference. You to move, you, would you like to vote to go forward, whether you have the votes or not? Or is it time to change course? Uh, there's going to, uh, like I said, there's going to be a conference, and we'll, we'll talk about uh, what, what happens next at the, the conference. Votes, Jordan told GOP colleagues during a closed-door meeting that he will back a temporary U.S. House Speaker as he works to shore up support to win the gavel himself. A Sandusky-area man faces serious charges for alleged crimes. ONN's Melissa Andrews reports. An Erie County grand jury indicted 46-year-old Dung Tran on four counts of rape and two counts of gross sexual imposition. These incidents centered around Tran's connections with the French Nails and Spa in Perkins Township. His bond is $100,000. If released, he must wear an ankle monitor. He's due back in court next week, October 25th. I'm Melissa Andrews. Homicides in Columbus stemming from domestic violence are up sharply. Zach Klein is the city attorney. Seven in 2022, 22 in 2023. It's a 300% increase. And when you take that, in, that number, that 22 out of the 128, like we got a crisis. When we say that, that violence and gun violence is a public health crisis in our community, domestic violence is right in the center of it. Klein announced that an $800,000 federal grant will be used to create a task force to implement police training and enforcement of the state's strangulation law, which took effect in April. Ohio was the last of the 50 states to recognize strangulation as a felony. Advocates say non-fatal strangulation of a domestic partner is an indicator of a high risk for greater harm in the future. A warehouse and distribution center near the Cincinnati airport in northern Kentucky is accused of employing two children who are just 11 and 13 years old. ONN's Andrew Kinsey has more. The Department of Labor saying one of those kids was even allowed to operate a forklift there. That warehouse is called Win It America. The federal court is ordering that company to stop illegally employing children. That company has to pay more than $30,000 in penalties. I'm Andrew Kinsey. Last week, the United Auto Workers added two Ford plants to those on strike, the Kentucky Truck Plant and Chicago Assembly Plant. Those two additions have resulted in 700 layoffs at six other Ford plants, including the Sharonville Transmission Plant near Cincinnati. More than 300 workers were laid off at the Sharonville plant on Monday. The U.S. Environmental Protection Agency has ordered Norfolk Southern to conduct further cleanup and investigative work in East Palestine. ONN's Russ Mitchell in Cleveland explains. That order comes nearly nine months after the toxic train derailment. The EPA wants the railroad to concentrate its cleanup efforts on the oily sheens and sediments in the Sulphur Run and Leslie Run water areas. The EPA is not sure if that sheen is from contaminants in the water or perhaps from bacteria. I'm Russ Mitchell. Last month, Cuyahoga County Council approved plans to spend $38 million for land in Garfield Heights to build a new $750 million county jail. But ONN's Lydia Aspara says lots of questions remain. No new jail supporter Kareem Hinton says the jail absolutely needs to stay downtown and renovated. People that are getting out and don't have access to the services they need, like shelter, mental health, like substance use, 
treatment. We should keep it in downtown Cleveland. Right now, the county does not have the money to buy the property. The current sales tax increase is set to expire in 2027. Council would like to extend that tax for 40 years. Lydia Spara in Cleveland. A poll from Baldwin-Wallace University in suburban Cleveland looks at the two statewide issues that are being decided in the November election. ONN's Clay Gordon reports. Issue one would enshrine abortion rights into the state's constitution, has the support of 58 percent of the 850 registered voters surveyed. That includes 89 percent of Democrats, 39 percent of Republicans and 51 percent of independents. State issue two, which seeks to legalize recreational marijuana in Ohio, has the support of 57 percent of those surveyed. The poll also shows 47 percent of Ohioans hold a favorable view of former President Donald Trump, while just 38 percent feel the same about President Joe Biden. I'm Clay Gordon. The Ohio Department of Natural Resources says from now through the next couple of weeks, fall colors are at their peak. The department is reporting peak or near-peak colors at state parks across Ohio. Ohio State head coach Ryan Day is calling for lots of vocal support at the shoe for Saturday's noon matchup against 7th-ranked Penn State. When you're you're playing in an environment like the horseshoe and it's really, really loud, then it, it changes the outcome of the game. And... Uh, I know that you know we go on a road in a hostile environment when it's really, really loud and you have to go on silent cadence. The tackles have a hard time. The quarterback has a hard time. And in the Cleveland suburb of Mentor, it is now illegal to feed geese. City Council calls geese a nuisance and says the mess they leave behind poses a health threat to humans and animals. Now feeding geese is a fourth-degree misdemeanor and could lead to a maximum of 30 days in jail and a fine of up to $250. Thanks to our TV affiliates, WTOL in Toledo, WBNS in Columbus, and WKYC in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.